Welcome to the High Vibes and Grateful Heart interview podcast series for women on the rise. I am your host, Jen Galbrandt. When we come back from the break, I will be sitting down with my guest, Jenna Green. Jenna is here to talk to us about all things music, meditation, and goddess empowerment. Jenna, good morning. It's so nice to have you on our show today. Good morning. Thank you for having me here. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. So I wanted to begin by having you share with our audience a little bit more about your heart-centered work, what it is you do and, and your why. Sure. Um, so I'm a singer and a songwriter, and I also do goddess empowerment workshops and different forms of holistic healing. But the heart of everything is I... I use an acronym called RISE, so it's R-I-S-E, so R, I like to help people to release, especially doing all of the, the vocal chakra work that I do. I like to help people to bring up their emotions and release them and figure out where their blockages are and work with them to release them. And then I is to identify and your identity. Uh, because I believe that when you step into the identity of the life that you want to lead and the, the who you want to be, that when you get into that power of I am, that you can find yourself, you can find your identity, and then you're working from that energy. And then S is sacred. I want to remind everyone of their worth and their sacredness and help people learn how to create sacred space for themselves. And then E is enchantment because I believe so much in the magic in life. And I believe that magic is hidden in plain sight every day and all you need to do is look for it to find it. And so E is enchantment, and I want to just help people to live an enchanting and very authentic life. Um, in my music, you'll find the theme throughout, woven throughout, of following your dreams. I love the saying by Joseph Campbell, follow your bliss. And there's a, link, there's a lengthier version of that that goes, when you follow your bliss, doors will open where you thought there were no doors. So that's another little bit of magic, kind of like the fairy door that opens up when you believe in yourself and you believe in your heart and you believe in your mission in life. So I just love that. And that's really my the core of what I'm trying to do. That's so beautiful, really. And and this work and your mission, it's so in alignment with what we're all about at the She Breathes Balance community and in the We Breathe Wellness Center. Mm -hmm. Because I just feel, and we talk about this a lot, that there's this kind of intense energy shift occurring. Mm -hmm. And um, women in particular are being um, given this opportunity to really step out into the light to kind of level up and raise our own individual, uh, our individual um, vibrations, but also to come together collectively as communities and, and right. really kind of lead a path forward. Right. And I think as we learn about the holistic way of healing and the old types of spirituality and spirituality that goes back to nature, that's bringing us naturally back into community because that's where it started in shamanic spirituality you you all depended on each other everybody had a mission and you all worked together and you you wove this life together not individually hiding away from each other behind computers all day right um so we were our tribe right we right we, we cooked 
together. We we um, foraged for food together. We supported one another. It, it's so true. And, yeah. and just all of that's kind of been lost and people are kind of isolated and stuck in their homes. Well, now more than ever. Right. right. But I believe that that is that's so true. And, and kind of getting back to those those roots and that community is is so important right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the word tribe and reclaiming that word tribe. I think that's really important. As do I. They say it takes a village, right? That's right. (laughs) So um, let us know. I mean, I love to talk about kind of connecting women to their kind of true passion, their, you know, their sole purpose. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about when you first kind of discovered that for yourself um, and what that transition may have been like for you. Mm -hmm. I'm in my 40s now. When I was a teenager uh, back in the early 90s, uh, I was very bullied in high school and somehow I, I had the, the insight, enough insight to put myself into my music and my songwriting and to use that as a form of self-therapy. And I'm so grateful that somehow, I don't know how I was guided to that, but I was guided to that rather than, you know, self-harm or some other addiction or something like that. I was able to process in a really healthy way. And that stayed a part of my life, but it didn't become a part of my profession until I was 27. And I had my daughter and I was working corporate. I had I had kind of made a deal with my parents. Uh, they weren't crazy about me going to music school. <laughs> and so I kind of made a deal with my parents that I would go to an art school and do theatrical costume. And so being very logically minded, they were like, okay, well, if she doesn't end up in theater, she can work at a tailor shop or a bridal shop or something like that. So they felt comfortable with that. So that was my, that was my way of doing something artistic uh, and going to college for it. Um, But I ended up working for a high-end textile company in corporate. So I went toward the arts and I got pulled into the corporate world. And so over my 20s, I was working for uh, a large corporation in high-end textiles. And I went on maternity leave. I had this beautiful little daughter at home and I was thinking about my music and I was thinking about my songwriting. And I just had this moment and it was it was like I wasn't even talking to myself. Something higher was talking to me saying, how are you going to teach this little girl to follow her dreams if you're not following your own? So great. It's so great. You know, I can relate to that a lot. I, I, certainly, I have a daughter myself. And, um, uh, you know, I feel like, again, we're part of this sort of modern women's movement to create a better world for our, our daughters, for mm-hmm. women in general, to really teach them um, to believe believe in their own self-worth and um, and to follow their hearts. So I I think that's beautiful that that's how you came to to find your journey and and to and to move forward. Mm. It's beautiful and that's so inspiring for our listeners, I'm sure. Thank you. I I'm really I'm really happy that I took that detour in my life and very shortly after that I started recording um, and even as I've I became a single mom a few years later, and even as I started to navigate that, um, and I've kind of gone back to some day jobs, I, I never left that that dream work, um, and so. I'm really proud of myself for that. And I and I, not I shouldn't say use, but I use my daughter as as a compass, yes, to keep me 
on that path because I want to it's prove to her. It's a reminder. Yeah. Right. I want to prove to her that it can be done. And um, it's so funny whenever I get down on myself, she just grabs my hand and looks into my eyes and says, Mama, you're a strong, independent woman. I love it. And I it just it. it just brings me back. That's like my grounding words. They're like our mirror, to, right? Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's she becomes so my reminder. That mother-daughter relationship so so fun. Yeah. Through all the phases. Right. <laughs> so um, let's talk a little bit about your ideal client. Like, who do you just love to attract into your life as um, someone that you work with? Yeah. I, I really want to... To, I want to help people to find their self-worth and to understand that I, I truly believe that we all have something, to a gift to bring to this world and that we all just need to find our authentic voice and our authentic selves. And so my ideal client is someone who is open to that idea because if you're, if you're too closed off, I, I can't, it's hard for me to get into the, right. <laughs> you know, to the candy shell. Right. <laughs> um, so someone who is willing to uh, to delve deep into um, finding their self-worth and finding their voice and looking at their dreams and, and envisioning a life where they're living their dreams um, and being empowered. I just want to help to empower people. It's, it's a beautiful mission, really. Um, so... What about, I always love to ask people, like, what is, what are you most proud of? What, what accomplishment or, or, you know, I guess, yeah, what accomplishment are you the most proud of in, in so far? Because you have so much life left of, ahead of you. <laughs> um, the, the word that comes to mind when you ask that question is alchemy. I love the idea of magic. And the thing that I'm most proud of, and I'll give you a specific example, but in general, um, the idea that when I was when I was a teenager and I was depressed and I was bullied, I was able to shift into my music and use that for healing, and um, and I'm able to to somehow do that when I get into a really really bad space. I'm able to to shift that to um, in law of attraction they call it pivoting, right? To take your to take your energy, your uncomfortable energy, your shadows, to learn from them and then shift it. Um, and so the the perfect example of that was uh, at the height of the pandemic um, back in March. Wow, was it 2020? Yes, March 2020. We're almost two years in. Um, I lost my day job, which is massage because the company I worked for had to close. Um, we literally could not <laughs> massage people. And my dream job of singing and touring and doing weddings with my band, all of those ways of going out to the world and performing, all of that got canceled. And then I uh, applied for unemployment and there was a glitch in the system where I kept crossing with someone of my name and I kept getting kicked off. So here I am, a single mom with no job, no income, no way of getting assistance. And I reached out to my community and I started I started songwriting for therapy like I've never songwritten before. I started delving deep into my shadow work because I was so very afraid. Um, and I started creating these uh, something called a musical meditation. So it's a guided meditation. And I started, I was my own first client. 
doing this guided meditation through shadow work and working with the dark goddesses and looking at my fears and looking at my blockages and how could I shift things. And it's become my most popular workshop, my most popular one-on-one healing to do this journey with the shadow goddesses. Um, And also I reached out to the community at large and I said, hey, look, this is what's going on with me. Um, I'm going to start offering this service and other services online. Does anybody want a custom song? I I had probably over 20 people hire me uh, to write them custom songs. I had tons of people coming to this musical guided meditation online on Zoom. I had never done this before. So the fact that I was able to take all of that, that emotion like deep, deep depression and shift it. I think that was the thing that I'm probably most proud of. That's great. Um, And I appreciate you sharing that very personal journey with us. You know, I know it's true that while this pandemic has wreaked havoc, havoc in all of our lives, and I know with the women that I'm coaching with the last two years, it's it's just at the center of of everything, mm-hmm. and we talk so much about that mind shift, yeah. that shift. But it's, it's, it's caused trauma in everybody. Oh, absolutely. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's escaping it. Yeah. And um, but it's but again, you know, when we always look for the light in everything, it seems that it's also brought out this sort of some interesting insights and created opportunities for those of us who are really willing to reflect and reevaluate what's most important to us. So mm-hmm. I think there's been some good that's come from the experience. Right, right. For sure. But thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. Um, so uh, maybe, uh, again, um, have you run into any sort of challenge along the way in terms of your journey to, to sort of get getting to this heart-centered work where you're really fully immersed in what you love. Have you run into any sort of challenges along the way outside of those you've already mentioned? Um, really, my, my own fears get in the way and my own uh, sense of self-worth. That's something that I work on a lot in myself. It's something that I work on a lot when I'm teaching workshops or doing healings with people. And the thing that comes up for me a lot is body dysmorphia. It's something that I've dealt with my whole life. Um, I I like to say that it blocks me, but it doesn't. It's not that it blocks me. It's that I allow it to block me. Um, and I still have a lot of shadow work to journey through that and how it can serve me and how it stops me and how I can stop it from stopping me. Um, so that's, that's been, that's been my biggest challenge. Um, and especially being on video in front of people, um, being, being a curvier person, um, someone who is, um, uh, not the mainstream's idea of beautiful, but really, if you think about it, nobody is the mainstream's idea of beautiful. Absolutely nobody. Um, as I, this is becoming a blessing for me as I talk about it more, and as I talk to women and men, um, all genders, um, as I talk to people about my own self consciousness and hear other people's stories. Um, Nobody thinks their body is good enough. Nobody. And we're in this toxic culture that is constantly teaching us that we're not good enough so that it can sell us products. Exactly. And so it's, I want to, part of my 
intention is to get myself on video embodying different goddesses in the body that I'm in, accepting the body that I'm in, loving the body, that loving the body that I'm in and say, okay, here I am, you know, all of me with all of my curves and my, you know, my forties wrinkles now. And, um, this is me. And today I'm embodying Hecate and this is what she looks like as I embody her and this is what her energy is and I'm going to send this beautiful energy out to all of you and to just keep uh, representing and embodying different goddess archetypes in that way so that other women of all sizes and men um, can look at that and say, you know what, we all need to embrace ourselves exactly as we are. Absolutely. I mean, this is a challenge that I don't know anyone who doesn't face this. Right. But I, I think what's 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 coming tr- um, to the surface is that we all, so many of us are doing it sort of silently and privately yes. and in isolation. And I think it's important that we can um, have this conversation, actually change the conversation yeah. around body image with ourselves. Right. And we with all one think another. we're alone in this. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's such important work, and mm-hmm. I, I applaud you. And um, I share in in um, the, those intentions because I, I think it's really important for for you know as we talk about helping women rise and yeah. and come into their you know their true beauty and their and see their own brilliance that mm-hmm. that's part of the conversation right. for sure. Right. So tell me. So on those lines, tell me what you love the most about yourself. It can be a personality characteristic or a physical trait, but like what really just makes you feel, you know, that power pose that we talk about? Yeah, um, I I think just my ability to, to shift into the positive and um, I used to, I used to be all about affirmations and all about positivity and all about light work. And when I was going through my divorce, which, you know, divorces are a really dark, tough time. um, I tried, you know, sprinkling my fairy dust on it (laughs) and found that didn't work. Not not alone. (laughs) Light work doesn't, it doesn't work if you're pushing down your shadows, your anger, all those uncomfortable emotions, and you're not looking at the full picture. Shadow work has to balance with light work. Light and dark. Right, absolutely. Good and bad. Right. And that's how you get to wholeness, is to look at all sides of of it. Right. And so I think think through that really hard time, um, I was able to find a way to start looking at the bigger picture and the wholeness of people and how also how people's history, um, how it affects everything that they do and say, how our, our past, we all have our wounds, we all have our past traumas, that all of that affects what we do. Um, I've been really coming back, circling around to The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I love Ruiz. it. One of my favorites. Yeah. And how, um, you know, don't take anything personal because it, it everybody's in their own world, especially now. Um, and the, the importance of, of using your words and using your voice and just all of the things that he talks about in that book. Um, not doing t- your not best. Doing your best, but yeah. 
but not more than your best and depleting yourself and not taking things personally. You know, we're all so many people are online right now fighting with strangers because oh, they're taking everything as a trigger. I know. Um, so I, I love the thing about me where I'm able to to look at my whole self now. I'm able to look at other people and their whole selves. Um, and to be honest with myself about how I'm feeling instead of just saying, okay, I'm just going to do positive affirmations and everything's going to be okay. No, what? how am I blocking myself today? How is my body dysmorphia getting in the way? How am I pushing down anger? How am I not speaking my truth. And the more I do that, the more I'm a better example to my daughter and other younger women around me. And I'm a better example to my clients and I'm, I'm practicing what I preach. Um, so I think that that's, uh, an important part of my work as far as, and something I'm proud about. That's awesome. I mean, you know, this 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 up this, this uh, let's see what what am I the word I'm looking for is this sort of idea of being able to see everyone's perspectives mm-hmm. and look at all the different aspects of things I think is so critical and it really in everything that we do especially right now there's so much divide mm. as you as you reference you know the yeah. social media there's so much divide and we don't need any more of that like mm-hmm. we need to be coming together and yeah and um and finding common ground and, mm. and now is the time to be doing that for sure yeah for yeah sure. definitely so let's talk about self care which you know is a big part of our uh, our conversation at mm-hmm. the at the we breathe wellness studio mm-hmm. how do you practice self-care to keep yourself healthy and balanced and centered two things I've been doing lately that are just rocking my world are um, pranayam which is sacred breath work um, and after I do that I set my intentions for the day so I feel like I'm I'm on this high after I do my sacred breath work and my consciousness feels a little more open. So before I go on with my day, I sit and I kind of connect with the divine and I set my intentions um, for the day and for life in general. And I feel like that's just, it's really shifting me. Um, I feel like I've, I've struggled with a lot of fatigue over the last couple of years and it's really hit me hard lately. And I feel like that's bringing me out of fatigue more into clarity. Um, and that's been really exciting. And then another thing that I've been doing is I've been learning about, um, relationship attachment styles. Oh my goodness. Yes. And it's just mind blowing. It is. When you figure out what your attachment style is and then go back into your history and your trauma And then you see how that attachment style has affected not just your romantic relationships, but every every relationship you have ever had in your life is affected by your (laughs) romantic. I'm talking in circles now. No, no. I, I feel you. I've been reading a lot about this yeah. I, compassionate attachment or mm-hmm. detachment, excuse me. And, and and really, like, you go all the way back to the Buddha. Like, it's everything is about attachment and mm-hmm. how uh, we have to learn to release and surrender to just what is and, and kind of give everyone their own, get every, let everyone go in their own lane. Right. And it's not easy. Right. Because we're socialized to be attached to one another in, in sometimes unhealthy ways. Right. And then the idea is if you're going to attach to somebody, if you're going to have a relationship with someone to attach securely, and then what does that mean? Right. When you attach securely, you've got to find the security in yourself first. 
And so it all comes back to self-worth and self-love. And it sounds so easy, but it's so it's hard not. to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But it's good. The, the, the fact that we're having the conversations and we're, and we're talking with one another about is, is gets us halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody who's listening right now, Google attachment style yes. and it will blow your mind. Oh, my goodness. I've been, it's, it's, it's a fascinating uh, concept and mm-hmm. one we all need to study. Mm-hmm. Um, how about role models? Did you have any role models growing up that had like an impact on your life and your decisions? Musically, my biggest role model is Lorena McKennett. Uh, She is a Celtic and world folk artist, singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist out of Canada. Um, She started in traditional Celtic music and then just kind of grew her style. She's a world traveler and she would just go around the world and find people who played indigenous and very ancient traditional instruments and then incorporate them, incorporate that those sounds into her work. Um, so in that way, she was just amazing that she stayed true to that intention. Um, that's not an easy goal right. <laughs> to, to be going alone around the world, meeting strangers to talk about instruments and have them record with you. Um, But also she's a self-made woman. In the 90s, she started to grow in popularity and she had a major record label uh, approach her and make her an offer, um, which I think was a good money offer, but she would be losing the rights to her own work and she said no and she started her own record label Good for her so those are the stories we want to share yeah <laughs> so self-made woman Beautiful. true to herself her authenticity and also um just being true to indigenous cultures and the music of them So very, very exciting stuff. Her work is absolutely beautiful. And I did get to meet her uh, shortly after I produced my first album. And I got to tell her that she was a great influence to that album. And she was cheering for me. I'm sure that meant so much to her. It was was an amazing moment. That's so great. It's so important to have role models Mm -hmm. um, along the way, right? Absolutely. Um, So speaking of that, like... 12, 13, that can be a tough age for, for all for all individuals, but particularly for women, mm-hmm. um, young women. So mm-hmm. what advice would you have would you give to yourself if you could go back and talk to you as a twelve year old? Mm. What would you what little like wisdom would you pearls of wisdom would you share? Uh, I would say follow your heart um, and don't let anybody's quote unquote logic um, steer you away from your heart path. Um, I think we all at the, I, I, I used to do a lot of reading for people, uh, intuitive reading. Yes. And what I found was that people know. They, they know what they're searching for. They know what the answers are. They just want validation. Absolutely. Um, and, so, and, and again, we're looking externally for validation when really we need to right. be connecting to our own intuition and right. our own uh, inner guide. Right. And I think, I think that comes back from wounds. Back around to sure. wounds and trauma because, you know, as a little child, you're you're constantly looking for validation. So as you get older, that inner child goes looking outside of you for validation. And I think it is important to have outside validation. I, there's this school of thought that just like everything has to be internal, and but we're tribal people and of we course. need each other. So we do need that outside validation as well, but it's 
very, very important. Within. It's got to start within. Absolutely. I, I, I hear you. Absolutely. Um, well, I, okay. So then this is my favorite question. Speaking of music, if you had your own theme song that we could <laughs> play right now and for everyone to hear, what would it be? Uh, it is my affirmation song, which I wrote. Uh, I actually have my own mantra. I write mantras for other people, but I um, I wrote a mantra for myself many years ago. And um, I recorded it on my second album. And it's my most popular song. It's my most downloaded song. Beautiful. Can you share a couple lines with us? <laughs> sure. Uh, my voice isn't warmed up, but that's okay. I'm singing from my heart. <laughs> do it. Let's do it. I open my eyes to the miracles surrounding me. All the love that is found in me. Ancient music resounds in me. I set myself free. Love and openness is in control. Won't let fear take its hold. I trust the wisdom my spirit knows. Let go, let your soul free flow. Let go, let peace flow. Let go, let joy flow. This is my affirmation. Let go, let your soul free flow. Let go, let joy flow. Let go, let abundance flow. This is my affirmation. This is my affirmation. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Thank you. You have a beautiful voice and Thank a beautiful you. gift. Thank and you. I know we're going to talk in a few minutes about how people can get more of that. <laughs> um, I have goosebumps. That was so sweet. Oh, Thank, thank you. you. So um, we're going to find out how we can get those albums out mm -hmm. too. Um, how about any advice that you have for other women who are listening today who are sort of like in that fear zone or, or like holding back from kind of pushing through and, and, and transforming and elevating their life. How, just a little bit of advice for them of, of how to take the next step. First off, I'd say get in touch with your emotions. Be honest with yourself about the, the things that you're telling yourself, where those voices come from, what's holding you back, how you're holding yourself back because a lot of times we externally blame other people you know our bosses our partners money <laughs> all kinds of things for holding us back when it's it's really us and it's really our self-work so i would say get into um shadow work learn about shadow work um i'm always here to help um i'm you can connect with me online and I can take you through shadow work. But shadow work is um, very much about facing your fears and looking at your patterns and where are you blocking yourself and where does that come from? And I work with goddess archetypes in, um, in doing that work. And I think that it's really empowering to look at those old stories. Um, I always say mythology is like the never-ending story, the, you know, that movie. Yes. Um, that those stories, we think that they're about other people and from long ago, but they're living, breathing stories. They're about us. They're energies that we can tap into. And those goddess archetypes, those stories that can become our story. We can become the warrior goddess, the goddess of love, the goddess of abundance, the goddess of empowerment. We can be all of those things. Um, so, yeah, just looking up shadow work, getting into that, getting into um, we don't speak our truth to ourselves. Right. That's really it's, important. It's so true. Um, and I know we're running a little bit out of time today, but but just the, the fact that we all have limiting beliefs, subconscious mm -hmm. stories that we have, that were developed between zero and seven years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, these things go way back. And, yeah. and sometimes they're even ancestral. Mm -hmm. So it's like 
taking the time to 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 look at that and mm-hmm. not r- run from it to really look at it right. and then unravel it and replace it yeah um, with this new mindset and I, I think the work that you're doing I know that the work that you're doing is is um, such a supportive uh, way for for us to be going through that process and, and um, with somebody who can guide us so thank, thank you. you so much for thank for your offerings thank you I know you have female tribes all around you mm-hmm. um, and we all talk a lot about how important that is. It um, is. But just mention, you know, a few of the places or the, the groups that you that you tap into when you need to. Sure. Um, I um, I have I've been studying uh, goddess work and paganism and shamanism my whole life. And so I've I've gotten involved with many, many circles, many groups, the Wiccan groups and witch, witchcraft groups and shamanic groups and um just all uh, druid groups and I've traveled so much and performed for so many of these people that I feel like they're all my tribes yeah um and a big circle around you absolutely all all up and down the east coast and even worldwide um there are there are a couple of uh priestesses in particular in Massachusetts and New Hampshire and Maine that I go to um if I'm if I'm really stuck on that um sense of self-worth and not finding my truth and they just kind of gently kick my butt back into <laughs> back into my we center. all need people who are going to will, willing to do that right Absolutely. who have our back enough to kick yes, our butt <laughs> yes yeah sometimes we just need yeah. to hear a hard truth it's beautiful. It's it's so important. Um, I know. Tell there's one thing that people may not know about you that I'd love for you to share before mm-hmm. we talk about how they can see more of you and, and um, access your services. Sure. Um, well, something that maybe people don't know because I'm very shy about saying it <laughs> until um, you hang out with me. <laughs> yes. Um, is I was nominated for an Emmy a couple of years ago for songwriting that I did for um, a musical score for a short film called The Woodland Alchemy. And it's it's a, it's all about magic. It's about light work and shadow work and finding the balance between them. And I had to really push myself out of my comfort zone. And I, I credit that that far, far push out of my comfort zone um, by the person who co-wrote with me and um, and several other people um, for its success. Because I think, and David Bowie said this beautifully, if you ever uh, look that up on YouTube, um, he said, go into the deeper waters creatively. When you go into those deeper waters and you just about can't touch the bottom, that's that's the edge of your comfort zone. And that's where the magic and the creativity oh, happen. Absolutely. I love him. Um Okay. Well, that's quite an accomplishment and one that we want to make sure everybody knows about. And I know that um, you're going to be offering some opportunities at the We Breathe Wellness Center for people to actually experience and enjoy your work. I am. Can you share that with us? Yes. Um, I will be doing uh, a concert with my band, uh, Songs of Myth and Magic. So all of those empowerment songs that I've been talking about, I'll be doing a presentation of those. Uh, I'll also be doing... Doing the Shadow Goddess musical 
guided meditation that I was talking about at the beginning, that um, that thing that I created at the height of the pandemic, I'll actually be presenting that in a group format um, so that we can all kind of sit in sisterhood and look at our shadow work together. Um, and it's something that you can you can delve as little or as much as you want to into. If you just want to go and be entertained and learn about the dark goddesses, you can do that. If you want to delve deep into the meditation and all of the exercises that I give afterwards and that homework that I can give to you, you can do that. So you can go at exactly your comfort level. I'm so looking forward to that. Um, we love hosting you and you. both of those events. And, and conveniently, they're both in February, which yes. is the month of love, yes. self-love, right. and love for others. So yeah. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Um, people can reach you through on social media under Green Lady Music. Yes. Beautiful. Yep. So everyone check Jenna out. Yes. Green Lady Music. Yep. And, and check out the schedule at the We Breathe Wellness Center so you can come and experience her performances mm -hmm. and her her um, her workshop uh, right. later in the month. Yeah. So my heartfelt gratitude to you, Jenna, for Thank joining you. our show today and sharing how you stepped into the light and are really showing up and more boldly and authentically in, in your truth because that just sets such a positive example for, for other women. And Thank you. That's what we're all about. Thank you. I'm grateful for you and grateful for your beautiful space. Thank you so much. So thank you, everybody. That's the show for today. We are so glad that you joined us. Remember to keep high vibes and a grateful heart. Until next time. Thank you.